Welcome everybody to Spirituality Adventures. This is a non-judgmental place to explore spirituality, and we're so glad you're here. This is a viewer and listener supported podcast, so we greatly appreciate your support. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Be sure and like, share, and subscribe to any of the social media content platforms that you're using. And then if you go to our website, spiritualityadventures.com, you can make a one-time donation or with a monthly subscription, you'll gain access to our bonus content. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome everybody to Spirituality Adventures. We're excited you're with us and joining us. We've got Dakota Ogden and Jordan Bardwell. Sir. And these guys have founded a nonprofit called Oscar Mike Overland. And I, I pulled their mission statement off their website. I want to read it to you, and then I'm going to let you guys explain where the name Oscar Mike comes from. All right. Okay. But the mission statement is offering support to veterans by means of adventure therapy and getting them on the move. So I obviously liked the idea of adventure therapy because I started this thing called Spirituality Adventure. So I'm going, I like this already. I right. love adventure and uh, I love the mission statement. So tell us about where does Oscar Mike come from? Is that so a person's name? What is no. that? <laughs> it's a very it's a very common question. I get called Mike or Oscar a lot. It's, it's, it's kind of funny. A lot of my emails like, hello, Mike. And I'm like, oh, it's not my name. Um, so. Oscar Mike, um, if you're familiar with the phonetic alphabet, Oscar um, and Mike are both in that alphabet and they mean on the move. It's so ah. like if you say, hey, I'm Oscar Mike, it means, hey, I'm on the move. I didn't know it's that. It's like the military way to say on the move. Okay. Yeah. So that's where we tied in that on the move, you know, at the end there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then tell us about overland. What does that so represent? Overlanding, it's, it's kind of a blanket term. It's really I'm an overlander. Yeah, it's kind of uh, developed over the years. Um, I think for me though, overlanding would be you know like just vehicle based travel and adventure. You know, some people backpack and they and they bike or you know hike. Yep. And overlanding, I think, is the blanket term for just like this is my interpretation, but for vehicle-based travel and adventure so it's not necessarily off-road or is it off-road um oh, well you know i don't like it when it's on pavement I, yeah that's I, what think, I'm <laughs> I think a lot of people kind of think that it's you know just, oh it must be just off-road but it's really not i mean because a lot of times you're on pavement to get to where you're going to be i guess mm -hmm. essentially off-roading mm -hmm. and overlanding but i think like I said, I think the term overland is a very blanket term. I mean, cause you could do a cross country overland trip and just camp, but you're taking like main highways. And I guess that would essentially be considered overlanding. Yeah. But you seek those camping locations that are either off grid or hard to get to. Mm -hmm. That's why you have a four by four vehicle or build it essentially. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and so, yeah. And so you guys are thinking of four wheelers or off, like, are you thinking about off-road two-wheeling or you know like so enduro our, stuff or just are you thinking mainly what we do is all like vehicle based like actual like we in fact so there's six of us um we all had drive a toyota and they're you know all four by four um you know we, they're just built for 
dirt, it's you know, a, and like being off tool. pavement. Yeah. It's our tool. Uh-huh. It's our vehicle. Yeah. You know, got our tent, kitchens, whatever you need to. Basically, it's just camping. That is bougied up. You know, you you want you know, a nice hot dinner, nice safe space to sleep type thing. I don't know. We yeah. just like to hang out. Yeah, a little nicer than lightweight backpacking, but yeah. yeah. But although I I used to I did a lot of lightweight backpacking in the Rockies, and um, you know we would take a fly rod and catch cutthroat and throw that in the foil on the fire with a little bit of butter, and you know we'd bring a little bit of onion and potato, and man, that was like a feast up in the high mountains, you know. So yeah. I love that kind of stuff, but yeah. You can you can bring some pretty hefty stuff with you when you're yeah when you got your four wheeler going on yeah absolutely and I've got a trailer as well so we not only pack the truck full but we ah, also pack the trailer yeah so yeah so cool so how when did tell us a little bit about your your backgrounds where did you guys grow up and what what kind of got you into this mission of Oscar Mike Overland. Give us your background story. So, born and raised in Kansas City. Um, bounced around in foster care for the first nine years of my life. Um, was in nine different homes, seven different schools. By the time I was nine, was adopted by my third grade teacher at the time, now my mother. Um, and moved out to Blue Springs and then just, you know, did sports. Went to school, your typical kid um and then i've always been one for adrenaline um mom always called me an adrenaline junkie um and then i just personally got into i loved the look of jeeps you know when the jk's were out and stuff when i was able to drive and stuff so i told my dad i was gonna save up get a jk never did um then finally got a Tacoma and was like, oh, now I can. I always wanted to rock crawl, mm. but um, that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I did the next best thing, came an Overlander. No. And so I just built my Tacoma up and my wife and I just travel. So cool. Nothing awesome. really got me into it besides YouTube videos of seeing people breaking rigs and doing crazy things and i'm like that looks exhilarating yeah so yeah you know i do crazier things on my mountain bike than i do in, on my on my my rubicon i i'm pretty tame i think when it comes to my off-roading mm -hmm. yeah <clears throat> but i still do you know i still i do most of my stuff out in colorado yeah so i always get out there a couple times a year and and hit hit some great but nothing like i don't have a a, a you know a winch or you know mm. i'm not do you camp i, I camp yeah like, do you have like a rooftop tent or are you just backpacking it i just like, well i so i i don't really backpack hardly anymore so i yeah i just have a i'll just set up a camp and mm -hmm. set up a tent that kind of stuff yeah that's what i did the last time i was there in september just pulled up it's cold well i like it cold yeah got my goose down sleeping bag and okay. yeah, i sleep outside i usually always sleep under the stars yeah so that's why i like it hey. anyway you're up oh um so i was born in Benita, oklahoma yeah yeah i've been there crazy town <laughs> so however everyone refers to it because everyone knows this like 
via psych ward down there. <laughs> He's an escapee. Don't let him fool you. You know, there's a vineyard church in Veneta. Really? And I've been there. I'm sure my you know folks grew up in that. <laughs> I bet I know the pastor. So <laughs> it's hilarious. Um. So yeah, but I also uh, used to bass fish over at uh, Grand Lake and stuff yep, like that. Yeah, my so. uh, my grandparents had a house mm-hmm. off Grand Lake, and mm-hmm. I I remember my first time ever fishing was off. Yeah, or I guess it was in Grand Lake. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there's some cool stuff down there. Yep. So from Oklahoma, uh, moved up here. I think I was in like third grade. Um, lived most of my life in Platte City. Um, got into overlanding pretty much just, uh, I would say similar to Jordan, like watching videos and just like seeing, seeing people like adventure and have fun. Um, when I was growing up, we didn't go camping. We didn't, I can remember my dad and my mom only taking me fishing like a handful of times growing up. Um, so I don't think it was really like something I grew up with, but it was definitely something that I kind of fell in love with. And, you know, I remember my first trip, I just, I had no, no idea what I was doing, but I definitely knew that I loved doing it. And then I've kept on doing it since. So I don't have any background in overlanding or camping or out necessarily outdoorsing too much, um, but just really just developed a love for it. I didn't even Pretty think much as that. an adult. My dad took me camping and on like fishing trips all the time. So I've, that's I've probably where it stemmed went. from. I mm-hmm. never went. Mine, mine's all from Picked adult. Picked it up from adult. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, it's fun to find a, a love that kind of makes you feel like a kid again sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. I think I love sure. that kind of stuff. Well, um, so both, so you guys, neither one of you are, are military vets. Correct. So, yes. but your mission is very focused on supporting veterans. Right. So where does that come from? Why, what, why is that a passion? Um, I think that whole ideal came from going on trips and then realizing that, Hey, you know, this is like therapeutic. This is so much fun, you know? And then just that kind of transpired into the thought of why don't we turn this into a mission where we can like give this experience to somebody else who may not be as fortunate to have this experience or may may not have the means and may not have the vehicle or may not have the tent or you know xyz so i think i think we just kind of discovered hey this has like a really therapeutic you know, vibe to it, you know, we can go out in the woods for a week and be off grid and not be bothered by necessarily like our phones or, you know, work or this or that, you know, and it's, it's relaxing. It's fun. It's enjoyable. You can hang out with your buddies and have a beer or whatever, you know, eat what you want, pee where you want, do what you want kind of deal, you know? So I think we, we wanted to take that and just give back to the, you know, uh, veteran, uh, community um just for the things that they have sacrificed and given up you know mm-hmm. for us so we wanted to take our time and knowledge and stuff like that and give back to them and i'd say it also a lot stemmed with james coming back yeah, for sure about the time we decided to yeah. start doing this so james is our veteran our veterans liaison um he's the military vet in our 
out of the six of us. Okay. And he was coming back. So there's six of you guys that form Oscar Mike's. Yep. Yes. Hundred percent volunteer guys. Okay. Yep. We're just the volunteer. You're the team founders. Members. Correct. But you got four other guys that work with you, and yep. one of them's a veteran. Yes. Correct. And he's he was friends prior to Oscar Mike and yep. all of that. Okay. And him coming back and you know looking for a job and doing things you know transitioning back into the regular life. Mm-hmm. Also, he was just. We're probably just all just hanging out and he was just talking and we're like you know that's really it's one of our really good friends so why not is he a young guy like you how old is james he's like 30s he's like mid 30s i think he did 20 years oh really yeah 20 year guy what what was he in what branch army uh i don't want to necessarily speak for him but i know he did 10 years in the army and then 10 years like private security okay like on bases and stuff out there do tours in like afghanistan or yes Yes. yeah So, yep. So he he's he was familiar with like PTSD stuff, all that kind of yeah, all all the kind of stuff. Because I noticed on your website you you list some of the the suicide uh, statistics right for vets right. What did you say? What is it like? Uh, it's twenty two veterans a day. Twenty two a day. Yes. In America, correct. Commit suicide. That's that's the official number. Yeah. Wow. And so <clears throat> while. Our mission statement is, you know, offering support to veterans by means of adventure therapy and getting them on the move. I think our like secondary goal is to like raise awareness of veteran suicide and like PTSD and like the reintegration into society when you come from, you know, five, 10, 20 years of being in the military, it's a whole different lifestyle. So there's a lot of like unseen, unthought about struggles when you're transitioning into a uh, civilian life, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think our kind of like side mission is to like bring awareness to that. Like, Hey, this is happening that, you know, it's not necessarily like the forefront of everything, but we just want to bring some light to it. Yeah. And make veterans, you know, better if we can. So someone's got to speak up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you take your love for overlanding, you mm-hmm. realize how therapeutic it is. Mm-hmm. Um, did you dig into the, 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 the therapy side of it? Like, is there, is there any kind of, um, like official therapy models that you're trying to incorporate into this thing? Or is it literally just the experience with the outdoors and getting people outdoors? So it's the experience and getting them outdoors and kind of just <laughs> building that relationship mm-hmm. with somebody that needs somebody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like building, hey, come hang out with us, hang out. So we build that relationship with that person that they then feel the, like they have the ability to either reach out to us to where we, maybe we don't have the means to help them, but we do know other people and programs that can help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just giving them somebody that they're comfortable enough to speak up about what's going on so then they can find help. Yeah. Because it's probably not easy to come back and like say, hey, I need help or yeah. if anyone listens. So if you build that personal relationship with them, then feel yeah. like it's easier. So. So how so how many how long are the trips that you usually take? Um, How many trips are you doing a year? I'd say our average trip is probably just going to be like a weekend trip, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of deal. Um, okay. We did do a big Texas trip down to Padre Island National Se- Seashore say that twice as fast we did, we did that last year i think in like march that was like nine days 
was long. Yeah. It was, it was okay. like nine days. Does your um, whole team go? All six of you guys? It just depends. We all have full-time jobs. You yeah. know, we all have jobs outside of this. And so we just give what time that we have available to doing this. Um, so, but you, you're calendaring these trips out. Correct. And then how, who, how, how do veterans know about you? How do they get connected? So, um, we have all of our events listed up like on our website, um, oscarmikeoverland.org. Um, we are working on, we should have up by the end of this month, February, we should have all of our future events kind of planned out and we'll release them as they come within like two or three months in advance. So people can kind of schedule, um, like on our website, you just felt like this, you just fill out this like online survey and it kind of gets some details about you. If you're a veteran, like who you are, what you need, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just kind of like a general questionnaire they fill out that gives us like an idea of who, you know, is interested in what their needs might be. Yeah. So they don't have to have a, a, a four wheeler themselves. No, mm-hmm. no. All right. They don't have to have a tent. Correct. Mm-hmm. Nope. They don't have to have a sleeping bag. Correct. They don't have to have a sleeping pad. Correct. What do they need? So, they I mean, want to go just to show yeah, up. They like, yeah, oh, they I just want to go. That sounds fun. I want to yeah. do that. Yep. We, yeah. how, in the, how in the world are they going to find out about you other than this podcast? Oh, <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're pretty active on social media, okay. Facebook, Instagram. Um, so you're, you're intentionally being trying to, get on to sites that veterans that you know are very active with veterans right and then getting your stuff kind of marketing yeah. what you're doing that way yeah. yeah okay so we're just just over a year into mm-hmm. this so it's i mean there's baby steps to sure really I being able to get out there so we're we're working on it so yeah so give me um like so you've done a few trips already mm-hmm. with veterans correct all right so what's Get, like what's one of your highlight trips that you think of so far how many veterans <laughs> went on the trip oh what happened what did you see you know last year we did that trip with midland that's the one i was thinking of when i almost flipped my truck yeah <laughs> so we went to um was it tuttle tuttle creek yeah yeah so tuttle creek which is out by uh manhattan kansas is that right manhattan yeah okay so fort riley um and one of our sponsors is midland uh radio corporation okay they're local here they do uh two-way radios and stuff like that gmrs and so we invited them um and andrew he is i don't know his title but he's he's a big wig at midland he invited his dad who was a veteran and then um we also had Vinny and uh, Ben from uh, VCP, which is the uh, Veterans uh, Veterans Community Project. Okay. Um, we had them come out. And then, do we have any more vets? We had like three or four more. Yeah, I can't even remember. Oh, and then we had uh, Alex Breeden. There's a couple other guys that we invited. Anyway, so there's five, six, seven vets on this trip, uh-huh. right? So we went out to Tuttle Creek and did a day of off-roading and fed everybody burgers and just kind of hung out, relaxed, and yeah, it was fun. Just did some wheeling. Yeah, this we dude just, almost flipped just, his vehicle. We, and... just did, we just did some off-roading. We just went out and had a good yeah. time and played in the dirt and played in the mud and had fun. Yeah. Sweet. 
that was going to be that's the exact story I was thinking of. So yeah. um, it's one of those things that like it doesn't not every trip has to look the same or be the same. Mm-hmm. So like that was just a one day yeah. one day trip out to Tuttle, but we had I'd say seven vets there, uh-huh. and we just we fed them, hung out, got to hear the stories. Their families were invited, so they all brought their mm-hmm. families and oh, stuff, nice. and we just wheeled and hung out, and it was just it was just fun hanging out and building relationships with people. So cool, yeah, cool. Have you done uh, so? Have you done a long like this nine day trip? That that was for was that sure a, our longest since was that a vet trip too. Um, so we didn't we didn't like take any vets with us but we met a bunch of veterans down there okay. in padre okay. um and that was cool we, there's a he he does overland shark fishing and uh it's like what he's dubbed his his stuff and he's a veteran and we met up with him down there and they caught a shark it was the craziest thing i've ever seen i think it was like a like a nine foot lemon shark or something wild i don't know i've yeah. got it on video it's crazy never seen that in my life growing up in the midwest right you know? so um and there were, there was a handful of vets down there and we just kind of hung out with them and shared our message and it's not all the time you get to go travel halfway across the country you know down to padre and go hang out with veterans and catch sharks and talk about your mission and just try to expand and you know yeah hang out with people like that so it, was, it was really cool but to answer your question about how many trips we do per year. So last year was kind of slow for us. It, it, it was our first year. And I think that was expected. Um, but this year we're rolling out a lot of new stuff, um, a whole new program within what we're doing. And um, we're, we've budgeted to take 28 veterans out on like seven different trips. So we know that not four veterans are going to be available every trip but we 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 have the means this year to go on seven big trips and take four veterans you know at maximum you know cap so cool so so these how how old like how healthy does a guy need to be or gal need is it guys only guys no, no, gals? we've never no. we've never actually yeah, talked I've about never that. Even thought about it okay but no there's no one way or the other and it, right. it, it can be whatever. All right. Yeah. And how, like, how how fit, how healthy do they need to be? Um, just curious. I'm just. I, I think it's pretty I'm general because about. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> the most fit guy in the world. No, but I mean, like, you know, like, is like, if there's any kind of uh, physical challenge that they're dealing with. If, I right. Mean, I'm thinking like. So we've had that question a couple a of times he's 86 i doubt he'd go four wheeling yeah right great. yeah That's the thing. <laughs> I, I have a hard time getting him up in my gladiator you know so right i think there I'm definitely has to be <laughs> i think there has to be like i don't know so we don't have the means to like take somebody who's like fully disabled like in a wheelchair like we don't have any right. you know wheelchair accessible vehicles like just straight up yeah. I, there are programs and other organizations out there that sure you know have the means to do that i think our kind of main focus is i guess without having really thought about it before i guess our our main focus would be like the guys who are like fresh out of the military within the last couple years mm-hmm. to 10 years you know who want to get out and have some fun but don't they don't have a 
they don't have a forerunner or a jeep to do something right. in you know and they want to go camping and they want to go fishing but they don't have any of the equipment and they're just kind of like looking for fun like looking for an escape you know i don't necessarily think your 87 year old dad might be you know <laughs> like our you know <laughs> target Target's guy right, you right. know yeah, to go no, after just... but i mean andrew's dad was I, I don't want to age him, but I think he was probably yeah. sixty something, you know, and he had a blast. Oh, you know? cool! It was he had he had a ton of fun. Man, kind of sixty something like, old dude. If you can physically <laughs> handle it, I feel like then absolutely. But yeah, yeah. So that's, that's we haven't fun. really you know had to that situation really hasn't come up yet. Yeah, I guess not. So yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. So um, so interesting. So I, I my brain is going crazy on this like good in a good way just I hope thinking so. all the things that could happen with this I, I like the mission i love the idea of adventure therapy yeah because i mean this so much you know the world tells you you know with mental health issues yeah going on not going down that road but like you know you need to either be medicated or go to this place and be taken mm -hmm. care of but like it can just so many different ways to like help your own mental state, you know, by taking care of yourself or doing stuff that you can do to better yourself. So like, I've always just enjoyed camping and just relaxing and hanging out with friends. And it's, it brings that peace of mind that like is good. It's like a recharge for me. Like I go off grid, I'm recharged for yeah, the next, for sure. However long it lasts. And so I like, hear you. you yeah. just want to, you know, share that. Yeah. I've been doing so. this stuff. A long time but yeah. i've never done it with you know it's always just been me and a few friends typically yeah. you know i but, mean that's how it started with us but yeah the, so. but i can see the i can see the benefit of getting people out you know i've got um i've got friends who do something similar with urban core kids who couldn't who wouldn't have the means to get out and do stuff like that mm -hmm. um i've got a buddy out in colorado who does does takes vets uh hunting out near steamboat springs mm -hmm. and it's a big mission of his plus plus they work with urban core kids from from denver and get them out in the woods out there um you know uh a, a, a guy I interviewed several months ago that uh that attended my church way back is a guy named andrew potter and he's the founder he and his brother are the founders of rokc here in town at the is, rock climbing mm -hmm, yeah. rock climbing gym andrew andrew is an army ranger two tours in afghanistan uh has he was on yeah i've done a podcast with him and then i also did a an event on uh, shame and had andrew on my panel with that and we each we had like six different people talking about uh shame and how that impacts and he talked about it as a as an army ranger and and how that tied into his ptsd stuff and uh man uh he'd be a great contact for you guys because yeah. he started a nonprofit that is that is working with veterans um be some cool uh networking yeah for opportunities sure. for you guys in the city um I think there'd be a lot of a lot of people wanting to get behind what you're doing as you as you 
keep unpacking this thing. I looked at your website. What tell tell us about some of the upcoming? Because you you said you got a pretty pretty big schedule you're rolling out this year for 2022. I noticed you've got a few expos coming up. Right. What's so, an expo? Tell um, our audience for that doesn't know what 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 are you doing an expo? So an expo is just like a trade show, I guess is the uh-huh. best way to put it. Um, you shop, you spend money. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you just you just have all these vendors and a big facility, indoor, outdoor, whatever, and they just come and they can come into your booth and hang out with you guys, talk to you guys, figure out what you're selling or what you're doing or what your organization or business is about. For us, you know, we don't have like a storefront in there. We're just selling our mission essentially. So, um, you know, but you get your vehicles lot. out there, this kind of thing. Yeah. It's almost like a like a car show almost to some extent. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely. A vehicle in a booth. And yeah. 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 Like, hey, this kind of what we do yeah yeah talk to people so you got a few of those lined up yep we've got three of them on the schedule this year where Uh, do you do these well there's uh, more expos in springfield i think that's next month oh my gosh and then we have no it's that's in april sorry we have two months so we have more expo and then we have the big iron overland rally that's in june and then we have rendezvous in the ozarks that's in october so those are the three ones. Are these ones that you're sponsoring yourself? No. So joining in with correct. some other, okay. Correct. So more expo is the general expo itself. And then you have all these different vendors and companies okay. and businesses that all. So this is where you'll be showing up to do your stuff. Correct. All right. And then correct. how many, how many trips do you have on the schedule right now that guys can jump, guys um, and girls can jump in? As of this very moment, we don't have anything. So our our goal this month, we kind of talked about it because we're in slow season right now um, with being winter, mm-hmm. you know. So our goal by the end of February is to have all of our trips lined out, planned at least a couple months in advance. You know, we can get two or three on the books now. And then as time progresses, we can get two or three more on the books. Um, that way people can plan accordingly. So as of this very moment, we don't have anything on our website for upcoming trips. Um, it's just not on the website mm-hmm. yet. We, we haven't ironed out all the details. There's six of us, you know, we all volunteer. So it's kind of hard with work schedules and stuff to kind of get everything coordinated, but we do our best and we plan on having everything out by the end of this month, at least a couple months in advance. Yeah. And so somebody, wants to go they're going to go apply at your website is is there an application process um in a sense it's kind of a dumbed down application really it's just like a google questionnaire that we've kind of set up it gets some basic background information on the individual and what their kind of experience is um whether it's in like overlanding or camping or hunting or fishing you just kind of learn a little bit about them to see who they are and like what their experience is and then um yeah i mean it's just it's just pretty basic then we just kind of look at them and review and see who we've got and if we've got enough room we'll just reach out via email or call or text or however they leave their um their contact information say hey we've got this 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 and this date are you available to come out you can bring your family or whatever xyz and just go from there cool so it's a family event yeah sometimes yeah Yeah. bring your dog your mom your dad it's more it's more so if you don't say like for example you didn't have your gladiator and you wanted to go off road we have an open seat so i can't fit you your wife all your kids and your dogs in my vehicle per se so like if you you know say you were like hey i want to go and you have your own gladiator you know you can bring the whole crew along but like you know 
we try to keep a passenger seat at least open uh-huh. to take the vets in. So if it's yeah. if you're coming with nothing essentially, then like I can probably only take you this trip, you know, mm-hmm. and then maybe we can work into down the road taking more people yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. So, yeah. So what do you, so what do you guys, what kind of help do you, do you need? Like I'm talking like if people wanted to help volunteer, like what, what, what would, as people are listening to this, maybe some people are going, God, I'd love my, you know, like they're thinking, man, I'd like my, my brother or my mm-hmm. friend or they know a veteran or, or somebody might even think, man, I'd like to, I'd like to help out with that or whatever. Is there, is there a plan for, uh, volunteers how how do people how do people connect with you if they lo- love to hear this mission well um currently we don't have any sort of like volunteer program um it's just us us on the team right now um and we're working on like managing that and getting the process like uh refined then maybe something we do in the future you know it kind of expand out to like a public you know volunteer thing it's not something that we're doing now per se um i think the biggest way to help us would just be you know go to our social media follow us stay tuned to what we're doing stay in the know and i think the very very best way is just if you know somebody send them our way like give us a referral send them our website send the send them our instagram or something like get us in contact with that person and have them reach out or say hey they're not willing to reach out but will you guys reach out you know just start a start a conversation with you know yeah with them so yeah i'd agree cool and honestly also i'm just gonna throw it out there networking like for example you said you know a couple people that would be good for us to network Mm -hmm. so if you know somebody hey get us in contact you yeah. know just i i've got a couple of so just doing something like that could help good, too good, good so. connections for you guys yeah um so uh so i'm curious too um because i talk about spirituality adventures and so as i think about spirituality adventures i say spirituality is connection with self others and something greater than yourself it's, so it's kind of a broad understanding of that and then the the adventure part for me is I just love adventures of mm-hmm. all kinds. Yeah. And for me, everything's spiritual in some way or another. So like connecting people with nature for me is a huge spiritual thing. And so and then the adventure nature combination mm-hmm. is <laughs> like to me it it's it's I it's like church for me, you know. I mean I love you know, because I've been a pastor, so so but I, I remember having guys say well man i don't need to go to church you know i'm in my deer stand or i'm you know i'm out you know fishing on my boat that's my church you know and i like i get it like i go i I agree you know i that's i meet god there too right in Mm -hmm. nature and it's interesting to me all the different kind of leaders even in the bible and then if you even jump out into you know some of the other faith traditions almost all had some kind of experience in nature i mean you think about moses mountains and deserts and think about jesus he went to you know the lake and the mountains and the desert you know i mean every leader in the david was a shepherd you know and, and out in nature and so i think there's a huge connection to nature to the earth and and to spirituality and uh so that combination i think can be healing 
mm-hmm. and, and therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love, I love the idea of getting, getting, getting people into those kind of environments for therapy, for healing, for relationships. Yeah. It's good stuff. I agree. I think the relationship aspects really big really important on our end that's something we are gonna strive because we don't want people to just come through and think oh you know i went out with oscar mike this weekend had a great time like we want it to be an experience that like we build that relationship where they're like oh man dakota and jordan did this and then like to where they also spread it but then like it's something that stuck you know stuck with them i think essentially we want to make it like a family Uh kind of deal you know that brotherhood yeah and I have a song for you based on what oh, really based on what you just said. So really? it's uh, "Where I Find God" by Larry Fleet. I don't know this one. You definitely need to give it a listen. Really? Yep. It epitomizes exactly what you just serious? said. serious. Exactly. Hundred percent. Cool. Larry Fleet. Larry Fleet. Okay. Country. Where? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it out. Yeah. You like almost like quoted what you just said. It's kind of weird. Serious? Yeah. It's really weird. Hmm. Talking about like being in a deer stand and being oh, a deer stand. Yeah? yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I, I just went on a on about a 40-mile bike ride before you guys showed up. and uh, Like right before we showed up? Bicycle ride. Like like literally like before we showed up. Yeah. Gosh. I got back. And <laughs> wow. Like my lungs are a little a little coffee from the bike ride not from cold or anything i'd be dead or <clears throat> not here even if i had to ride 40 miles on a bike there's no way it yeah. did five minutes of the elliptical and pt the other day dead <laughs> <laughs> well i've been doing it for a while so yeah, i like to hurt myself you know get out there knock it out a little bit mm. Yeah, so what's the spiritual component for this for you guys? What, what's your thought about that? Sounds like both of you have a have a sense of of like a calling to this of some mm. sort. Yeah, I think um I think for me, I mean like you said it's the connection between people, you said adventure and then uh higher than oneself. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Is, mm-hmm. I think I think for me, like our, I feel like my my purpose behind this mission is to do those things. You know, is to connect to people and be a part of this mission, which is greater than my own self. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that's a I think that's pretty much where it's at for me, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say for me, it's more in building those relationships that are just life-giving um those relationships that aren't you know that you just you enjoy that other person you know hanging out with them and whatnot so it's like i've always been called to lead and i've always run from it most of my life and so i felt like i could it, I felt like it would be easier for me to jump into leading and 
stuff like that when it's combined with something that I thoroughly enjoy. And so, you know, doing with now with Oscar Mike, you know, being able to help out and just build relationships with people and give back and it's just something that I enjoy. I've been a missionary since I was 11 years old. So giving back is something that fills me. Yeah. So what does that mean? You've been a missionary since you were 11 years old. What does that mean? So, well, I'm not, I didn't go live in Africa for the last six years of my life, but like every year of my church, uh, we went to Jamaica and we built homes and stuff at um, the Harmony House. And so I just like missions work, you know, serving and stuff like that is always, I've been called to do that. And so okay. part of, part of the reason I went into did YWAM and stuff. And so, yeah. Yeah. Tell our, tell our, tell our audience a little bit about that. I think, I think that's cool. Oh, YWAM. Yeah. Um, because you, so, so from 11, you started going on mission trips with your family. Yeah. So it kind of put into you this sense of, um, like bringing God's love to people. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in situations that are, yeah less less fortunate less fortunate so Uh you know growing up um in the foster system i was very much less fortunate and i um i just once i was adopted i was very much always trying to look out for people so they didn't have to endure the things that I've gone through. Um, and my parents sent me on a mission trip to Jamaica and I just always like was mad at the world because I was upset as like, why did I have to endure the things that I've gone through? You know, I would, the things that I've gone through, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. And when you go to the third world country, and see what they're enduring, it really humbles you. It makes you realize you might not have eaten, you know, Monday, but you ate Tuesday. It's good. These people haven't eaten in, in a week or don't have running water and things like that. And it just, it humbled me and made me like, I had that desire to help them. And so I just I did my first mission trip and I came back and I was just like, it just it felt good to help somebody less fortunate than me and not only in like the just you know you see a homeless person you give them money or something like that it was it was much deeper than that it was like it pleased my soul and i knew that like gotta put me in a spot to utilize me and that goes and every time i did that i always built a relationship that lasted till the next year that I went back. And it all and so like building that relationship, that's why I say like relation building relationships is big to me. And so it's just I don't know, it's just instilled in me to to give yeah. and to help. I, I think that's I mean, I think there's something in everybody if they get in touch with it, that that's a that's a God thing to to do something big, you know, to connect and serve beyond yourself you know life isn't just about you You got to just put you here for 
yourself, you know? And yeah. so, um, so I love the mission that you guys have. I love the passion of uh, reaching out to a, a, a community in, in America that uh, um, can, can and helping them connect with nature, helping them connect relationally, building those relationships, and uh, also also helping them connect to nature. And that, I mean, to me, that's a it's a great mission. Uh, it has all kinds of spirituality connected to it, and it can be healing, you know, for people. Yeah. And that's so, really uh, I, I really love that. Speaking of healing, uh, Jordan, um. Uh, for those of, uh, that are listening, you don't see Jordan, but he's he's here with uh, a little bit of uh, bandages on his right hand here. So tell us what what went down on this injury. I was feeling a little sorry for myself here recently because I crashed on my mountain bike two weeks ago, tore my shoulder up. Same shoulder that I, I broke my collarbone. Some of my audience would know this about a year and a half ago from a you know from a bicycle accident. Now I've I don't know what I've done. I might have to have surgery on it. But, but then you walk in and I hear this story and I'm like, holy crap, man. Yeah. You really so, went through the ringer on this thing. Uh, six days before my birthday in October, I was riding my motorcycle and I was rear ended and going 45 miles an hour. Um, and here in Kansas City, like on yeah. a highway or something like that? Yeah, on 350. Okay. Right um, and. I was, I don't even, I don't remember any of it. Um, I woke up in a hospital one day, but I fractured, I separated my the front of my pelvis and broke my um, sacrum. And then I separated my iliac crest from my sacrum as well. So I've got a plate and four screws up front. I've got a bolt on the side and then I, dislocated a, a bone, one of the many bones in my wrist and last Friday I just had it reconstructed so and you were out of it for a while you don't really remember the yeah. first happened on a Sunday four. I don't remember anything until <coughs> the Thursday after wow my wife and my mother said I was 10 second Tom for the first couple of days so wow so God's still got something for you right absolutely wow well I pray God's healing upon you that you fully recover from all this. You're just now walking. Yeah, about a month ago I started walking. Wow. So, man. Well, glad glad you're uh, on the mend and healing up. So, yeah. Back on the move. God has shown his mercy. That's good. <laughs> so, that's good. Well, great. So, um, what would you like to share with our audience before we close? Like, is there any leadership uh thoughts that you have anything that you'd like them to to leave with them before we before we close this thing out i think the thing that i would be most appreciative of is if just go to our website um give us a follow on facebook and instagram um the more people that we're able to connect with and reach you know and establish uh, a connection with the more people mm -hmm. that we reach you know for a mission because if you follow and then your brother follows and then his you know mm -hmm. sister or cousin and there's better and better and better and better mm -hmm. you know there's all this potential so i think um just following us and staying in tune um stay tuned to our events and if you see an event 
that you might be able to attend if you're a veteran or if you know a veteran or know a veteran who mm-hmm. knows a guy who knows a guy, you mm-hmm. know, et cetera. Um, just have them reach out or send them our way or mm-hmm. send us their way. Yeah. yeah. Just help spread the word. Yeah. Spread Excellent. the word. Word of mouth is, is, is the absolute best thing for us for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you for uh, joining us at Spirituality Adventures. Thanks for the work that you're doing. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to staying connected to Oscar Mike. I might, dang, I might have to get, I might have to get my uh, my gladiator out on one of these trips with you guys. Hey, man, we can show you. Mm-hmm. Show you what we do. Yeah, I'll probably tear myself up, though. Like, I'm not very good. I'm uh, just, here, I, we got a couple of pretty boys. He's got a long bed to come on. So we I got mean, a couple of pretty are... boys in our group that don't like to wheel either. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't really want to turn mine over on the side, you know. Like, well, <laughs> you and I, I have a long bed to come, so we're fine. We have the yeah, wheelbase. You guys like the same okay. length and wheelbase. <laughs> we just have to watch it turning around the trees. That's all we got to worry about. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, well, thanks for tuning in, everybody, to Spirituality Adventures, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for you guys joining us. I appreciate thanks for having us. Appreciate yes. your work. So, appreciate you having right. us. See you next time. This concludes today's episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Remember to like, share, or subscribe to the social media platform that you're using. And then go to our website, spiritualityadventures.com and make a one-time donation, or you can subscribe monthly and receive our special bonus content. Thanks so much.